welcome to another episode of Miked Up with Mellow and Big Country, brought to you by Mid-America RV. Why work from home when your office could be in Yellowstone? Mid-America RV is your gateway to adventure with their diverse selection of travel trailers, fifth wheels, teardrops, and toy haulers. They have the right size RV for any vehicle, all covered by their exclusive RV warranty forever. Game days, remote work, getaways, and family vacations are all better in an RV from Mid-America RV. Experience travel like you never have before. Find out more at midamericarv.com. Thank you to those of you joining us on a Sunday evening and those of you that are maybe joining us on a Monday or Tuesday. The Cardinals just tied up this game. Sorry. We are going to break down the NFL week that was, talk about some college football, who's hot, who's not. Um, I am, but also um, some tell the truth, bringing back that segment um, with some interesting ones, and I'm sure some randomness, but we do appreciate you guys joining us today, breaking down all the football that happened today as we watch games live, the Arizona Cardinals fighting back against the Las Vegas Raiders, Kyler Murray, I, I didn't know how much I hated him until I saw this last drive. Yeah, you've said some. <laughs> You've not said anything bad, but you have definitely voiced your opinion on not liking it was pretty Kyler bad. Murray. Yeah. <laughs> you don't have to sugarcoat it. It was okay. bad. I used some curse words to describe him and his head coach. At this point, though, I feel like most of our listeners, if this is like a, your first time, that's, that's fine. Thank you. Welcome. I'm not a Kingsbury guy. I'm not a Kyler Murray guy. I mean, I'm, I don't have an issue with Kyler. I don't necessarily just never believed in it. I don't think he could be consistent enough to win. But then at the same time, you look at how this, this game started and we look at where we're now. It's a tie ball game into regulation going into overtime. Hopefully, either him or Derek Carr jokes because I just have a feeling that's what's going to happen either way. Is <laughs> one of those two is just going to be the reason their team loses. Usually. And that throw there, that was a good throw. I'll give him credit. I, and my thing with Kyler Murray, it's not that I even think that he's bad. I just don't like him. I also just hate looking at him and seeing that he's a head shorter than all of his offensive linemen. And is still making plays. His body language? Like, for some reason, like that just said. irks me. Yeah, Tyler said it in the chat. Kyler has the worst body language. And that is so true. And maybe that's it. It's because he just looks like he doesn't care. Like, even when things go well for him, he still looks pouty. Yes, 100%. Some people it. probably admire that and they're like, okay, hey, you know what I mean? It's just monotone through the good and bad. Well, mm-hmm. we're, I don't know. Show you know, people emotion. used to judge um, Eli for that, too. Yeah. It's like he always looked like something was bothering him. <laughs> And, man, I've really done a 180 on Eli Manning. I did not like him when he was playing. I do now. I like Eli Manning. I've always liked Eli Manning. I don't, I don't have a reasoning on why. For some reason, I just maybe it's because I watched him beat the Patriots when I was younger, and I hated the Patriots just because of how good they were, and Kansas City was mm-hmm. never good or hadn't been good for a while. And then you see Eli Manning coming in and win, and you're like, oh, my gosh, yeah, this guy's really good. Yeah, a, a couple pretty good games. Uh, to end the day, I feel like the Jets-Browns, if we start there, the Jets-Browns game – Finishes 31-30, Jets win. Joe Flacco leads the Jets to a comeback, which was a pretty damn exciting game. The Jets scored 14 points in the last minute, 22 seconds, to come back and win this game. I thought they were just kind of dead in this one. I I thought that the Browns were a surefire winner. And even I have Nick Chubb on my fantasy team. He rushed for three touchdowns today. Yeah. Usually, you see that happen, you would think, okay, Browns won easily. But they didn't. Jets find a way to, to fight back in this one. I'm sure that early on in the season, if you're a Jets fan, you're excited about any kind of win. But at the same time, maybe you should want that high draft pick. And, like, right there when uh, Nick Chubb scored that third touchdown, I almost tweeted. I was like, man, I almost just feel bad for, like, Robert Sala and the Jets right now. Like, you guys just can't figure it out. And I know right. your starting quarterback's hurt. And then he started to come back, and Joe Flacco's missing throws. And then I almost tweeted, man, Joe Flacco sucks. And right when I was like, ah, eh, maybe I shouldn't, boom, game-winning touchdown to Garrett Wilson. And I was just like, And that's what I was thinking, too. Like, Garrett Wilson looked very good. Yeah. He does not look like a rookie early on. And it could be really exciting when Zach Wilson comes back. And I don't want to leave this game – like too quickly, but like Chris Olave, you know, former teammate at Ohio mm-hmm. State with the Saints, he also looked good. Jameis just can't hit him deep. I mean, he had two opportunities for just massive touchdown game-breaking type plays. Mm-hmm. Jameis missed the throw. So it's like both of those guys came in right from Ohio State ready to ball. Yeah. I, I haven't seen anything for Drake London, speaking of the rookie yeah. receivers, but maybe a little bit of a different story. He had, he had a pretty good day, too. Eight catches, 86 yards in a tutty. So, I mean, that's a solid second week in the NFL for a receiver, especially going up against 
the Rams team that is supposed to be pretty good and it, it, going that game. Even the Rams were up twenty eight to three in this game, and the Falcons fight back. This game finishes twenty seven thirty one. Marcus Mariota has been more impressive than I thought he would be. Like the entire Falcons have been. You know what I mean? They're without Calvin Ridley. We know that. I know you drafted Drake London. You got Kyle Pitts last year, but still, it's like man, we almost just call this team dead. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, they're not going to be able to compete in anything. We've had really close games the first two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I wonder what that says, too, about the uh, sorry, the Rams. Just be squeaking this one out, almost letting the team come back on you. Mm-hmm. Well, but, you lost last week. Granted, mm-hmm. it was the Bills, but it's just, uh, I don't know. Cooper Cup has another amazing game, 11 catches, 108 yards, two touchdowns. I'm still upset that I didn't get him on my fantasy football team because that's he's just my dude. I'm annoyed um, with myself that I didn't take Nick Chubb because I thought, nah, it's just not going to work out. Deshaun Watson's injured. Just everyone knows it's going to be Nick Chubb. Mm-hmm. Dude comes out week two, three touchdowns. Well, he was my first round pick, so you would have had to take him pretty early. I wouldn't have been able to. Uh, yeah, I, I, I took to him right eleven. You. Yeah. yeah, you would have had to take him early. I took yeah. him eleven overall. I'm, <laughs> I got a big Chubb for Nick Chubb. <laughs> Put that on a T-shirt, color it brown, and that'll sell. Me, TM trademark. I was going to say, you might want to – we need to start getting making T-shirts. <laughs> Probably. I don't know if anybody would actually buy them. But there are just so many stupid T-shirts out there that people We've come out buy. with some good T-shirt ideas. Mm-hmm. Do we have a list for those? We used to. I never remember them now. I don't either. I'll just say something stupid off the top of my head and then be like, yeah, that's clever. Never remember it at all. Uh, good football today, though. Let's talk about this one. I thought this was maybe one of the most exciting games of the day. I know that the Jets came back, scored all those points, and won the ball game. But the Ravens and Dolphins game was absolutely bonkers. The Dolphins scored 28 points in the fourth quarter to win this game 42-38. to 38. And, you know, even looking at Lamar Jackson's numbers, Lamar Jackson went off (laughs) and the Ravens still lost like I don't know what happened to that defense and I will give the Dolphins credit like good job but this this Ravens defense used to be like a shutdown defense and I'm not like talking years ago I'm talking like two years ago and now you're letting the Dolphins score 42 points on you two of throws for six touchdowns 469 yards Mm -hmm. and like I said uh, Lamar Jackson three passing touchdowns rushes for over 100 yards and gets a rushing touchdown as well. Like the offense for the Ravens did everything. Lamar Jackson did everything that he could. And the Dolphins still find a way to win this game. They start the season 2-0 and with a win over the Patriots and the Ravens. Yeah. They might be pretty good. I know it's early. And I it's just like, oh, week two overreactions. Yeah. I don't care. And like good. And the game when he touched on the Waddle, too. Like, it was a good ball. And the two touchdowns before that to Tyreek Hill, I will say the arm strength wasn't necessarily there on the first one. That big, deep, late bomb to Tyreek Hill. But the second one, yep. pretty much right on the money. Like Tyreek Hill just had to slow down because he's that fast. But mm-hmm. as much as I want to give credit to Tua and Tyreek Hill, it's like that defense for the Ravens blew that. I mean, they, mm-hmm. they ultimately did. Kyle Hamilton was in a, just no man's land trying to figure out what's going on. His corners are sitting there yelling at him. And it's just like I've seen that as a Chiefs fan with Daniel Sorensen. And it's like, hey, man, your safety, stop coming up, stay back. You were literally – the last line of defense, right. stop trying to get in the middle of the play, stay back. Yeah. But, again, two in the Miami Dolphins. Maybe it's Mike McDaniel, too, like to just right. realize the defense and be like, okay, hey, there's some weak points here. Let's attack that, and we can score off of it. And and I two hit that, those throws, and boom, you get the lead and win the ball game. I thought that we would see more of a rushing attack from the Dolphins this year. And, you know, maybe just having to throw to come back in this game is, is why they threw so much. But two of Throws 50 times, completes mm-hmm. 36 passes. But the receiving st- stats for Tyreek and, and Jalen Waddle today are ridiculous. Tyreek went 11 catches, 190 yards, and two touchdowns. There were a lot of Chiefs fans last Sunday talking a lot of shit about how great the Chiefs offense looked without Tyreek. And they were like, we don't need him. Uh, he's still very good. Yeah. Like, both things might be true. You might not need him. He's still damn good at football. And then Jalen Waddle also goes 11 catches. 171 yards and two touchdowns. I didn't realize he had 171. Those two are so similar. And I tweeted it out earlier today. They're both pretty small guys, like under six feet tall, but they play so big. Even Jalen Waddle on that that touchdown to win the game, he doesn't look like he's 
five ten, five eleven, or whatever he's listed. They're at. just so good at going up and getting the football too. Mm-hmm. Like that was one thing Tyreek was always praised on early in Kansas City. Was like he's going to go win those jump balls, yeah. and he did. And now you're getting that in Miami as well, or just the fact that he's going to burn by everybody. And for some reason, teams in the NFL still don't respect it. I mean, clearly they're scared of it, but you don't respect it enough to try and stop it. Or you just can't. Like that uh, might be just case too. You just yeah. might not be able to stop those two receivers with all that speed and. I've kind of found myself, at least today, rooting for Tua. Like, yeah, let's have a nice little comeback story. A lot of people shitting on you, mm-hmm. saying that you're not going to be good enough, the arm strength's not there. Maybe it doesn't matter. I actually think arm strength is one of the most overrated things a quarterback can have. Yeah, because I feel like a lot of people look at arm strength and they just immediately go to Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes, and it's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But it's also like, like Baker Mayfield has a strong arm too. You know what I mean? Like right. He zips, the ball zips out of his hand. And it's just like we look at Baker Mayfield and the balls up under his hand again today did not look very accurate, did not look good as the Panthers starting quarterback. Like, it's important. Yeah. Like, guys, like you said, Mahomes, Josh Allen, they can fit the ball in some of those tight windows because their arm is so strong. But some of these guys, like Tua, don't have the strong arm, but they still can throw with anticipation of like, oh, this window's going to close, let me fit it in here now. And as long as you can do that, I just don't think that it matters how hard you throw the ball. But I, I was happy. I was happy for the Dolphins, and I'm definitely happy, happy for our Dolphins fans. And how about another team that's starting the season 2-0? and That's your New York Giants beating oh. the Panthers today. You talked about Baker Mayfield a little bit. I don't know that it's because Daniel Jones looks good, but a win is a win, and the Giants have two of them without <laughs> any losses. That's just impressive. I mean, the New York football Giants, are they back? And even last week, it was like, okay, well, Saquon kind of went off. Mm-hmm. He didn't this week. They still find a way to win. Maybe the Panthers are just bad. Uh, I know that I was reading about some stuff on uh, Nebraska, which we're going to talk about later. Um, and they were already tying Matt Rule's name to it. Last week, last episode, we found the firematrule.com, and it's yeah. out there. Like, I don't think he lasts the season. There's no, I guess Panthers are 0-2. Right <laughs> yeah. He can't score points. <laughs> Christian McCaffrey healthy even in these first couple games. But I just I don't think that he's going to be a guy that survives the season. And the, the Giants look like Brian Dable is a damn genius, which he might be. Yeah, I mean, he's looking – he's just – he's got everyone rallying around the point of just, like, being a team. And, like, the Giants, I don't feel like they have any big names outside of Saquon Barkley on the team, right? especially on offense, where it's like, okay, this is a name we need to pay attention to. But still, it's like their defense is coming up and making plays. Like, you know, I mean, they had a couple of late sacks there against the Panthers, which put Baker Mayfield in a tough spot. He couldn't get the ball out of his hand. And it was, you want to call it a cover stack? You just want to talk about the fact that the Giants are getting after people. Christian McCaffrey still had 100 yards on the ground. Like, he's right. still looking good, too. And so it's like you had an, a pretty even matchup. I mean, the score was 19 to 16. It's just the fact that the Giants made more plays than the Panthers. And I think that's probably the more embarrassing part for the Panthers and Matt Rule as well. And Tyler mentions it, and I want to as well before we move on. Dolphins-Bills week three. Yep. Hey, Glad yo. you saw it. <laughs> that's going to be one hell of a game. I mean, that's going to be a true test for the Dolphins. If the Dolphins beat the Bills, that's a NFL sport. I'm going to have to use somebody's, like, Sunday ticket or whatever, log in so I can watch that game. I uh, highly doubt it will be on in our area. <laughs> I've been watching. It should the, be next Sunday. Uh, so the I don't Chiefs have. Play, ooh, do they play Monday next week? I don't know. No, I don't, don't know anything they, about the next week. Sorry. I've been watching the – it's not the Red Zone channel, but it's whatever NFL Network has on. It's like NFL game day, and it's yeah. free. Just a helpful tip. If you're paying for Red Zone, stop. <laughs> it's the same thing, but they do have some commercials. It's like Red Zone is like, oh, eight hours, uh, commercial-free football. Yeah. Okay, that's great. I need commercial breaks. I got to pee sometimes. Well, that's so the, great whatever's on the NFL now, Network, I is, just bought Red Zone today. You shouldn't have. For, and, I mean, it was an extra ten dollars, but ten dollars a month or ten dollars flat. Ten dollars a month, yeah. I don't think it's worth it. I've been watching NFL Network, which I get on YouTube TV anyway, and it is the same thing as NFL Red Zone. Like they cut into games, and I don't know that they actually like go to the Red Zone every time somebody's in there. But like, I'm up to date on all the games today. Yeah. Just by watching that, and it's free. It. You should have listened to this podcast before. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The more but you it know. has been. It has been nice. And even, like, getting the updates, like, things like the Jets game and the Patriots game that was going on at the same time. Uh, the Steelers somehow found a way to lose to the Patriots today. That was a game that I picked wrong. 
for sure, because I thought the Steelers at home would. But, and, uh, you know, the Patriots look better this week than they did last week, which is another reason why maybe the Dolphins are actually good. Um, yeah. I think, I it's mean, yeah, you're say. right. It's just, I don't know. I just, I'm sitting here looking forward to it because I'm looking at the schedule. Kansas City does play on Sunday, so yeah, it's probably not going to be in our area. No. I, I just, I want to praise the Dolphins for the win today. The fact that you came back from down 21 points. Tyler has a stat here in the chat, and I, I want to mention it because it's a good one. This is, he, Tua led the first 21 point comeback in the last 12 years. That's the 711 eligible games. Tua's the first one to do that. Very impressive, great team win. But at the same time, it's like we can look at Baltimore and go, like, man, that defense just got burnt a ton of times. Mm-hmm. If you can do that next week against the Bills, all the respect and praise. I'll, I will just sit here and preach it next Sunday. I promise you. And another one of those early games that I do want to get to is the Commanders and the Lions. A lot of people have jumped on the Lions kind of maybe not necessarily the bandwagon, but we we're kind of rooting for them. Mm-hmm. And I loved what they did today. And it's funny that this went so under the radar because I heard it during the broadcast. This is Carson Wentz versus Jared Goff. And, like, nobody even cared oh, wow. until today. Right? I didn't realize that until right now. No, no one cared. Like, that used to be, like, a big thing. And even, like, last year or so, it was still, like, a, a yeah. thing. But this is the first and second overall pick from their drafts. Now they're on their second, third team in the <laughs> NFL already. Uh, Jared Goff, another guy that I, just, I kind of find myself rooting for, 256 yards, four touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, some of these younger guys, I thought DeAndre Swift looked pretty good in limited touches. I uh, didn't even know if he was going to play this week. He did. But Amon Ross St. Brown is low-key phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Nine catches, 116 yards, and two touchdowns. And then also took um, a rushing attempt for 58 yards. Yeah. He is low-key very, very good. Next Debo Samuel right there. And he came in this year. I mean, he came into the offseason. I don't know if you watched that far into Hard Knocks, but, I mean, came in jacked. He worked out all offseason mm-hmm. uh, with his dad. His dad was a Mr. Olympia. I think he was a one-time or two-time champion, but still, that's very impressive. So you have yourself a great trainer in that, and the fact that you worked your butt off all offseason and you come into this year and you're already reaping those rewards, you absolutely love it. And if you're the Detroits and you're a Detroit fan or you know, you're like us just in here rooting for their success, this is what you want to see is that the fact is they – they got a big lead, and then they were able to keep it, and then they just maintained that success the rest of the game. Like Dan Campbell, I bet he's just going nuts in that locker room after the game. Well, and also Aiden Hutchinson on the other side of the ball mm-hmm. had three sacks today. And then another one by, um, who was it, Harris, I think? Charles Harris, who forced yeah, a, a safety a safety yep. as well. So I kind of find myself rooting the Lions. I know it's the commander, so I'm not going to be, like, super excited about it. But a win is a win. And even, like, you're watching hard knocks like these guys said. Like Even when they won the preseason game. It's like, yeah, it's the preseason, but it still just feels good to win anytime. Yep. It can be pickup basketball. It feels good to win, and especially if you're not used to experiencing that. Like a lot of these guys for the Lions are. It's a big difference maker. I mean, I've played on some really shitty teams, football and basketball and baseball. Uh, you didn't experience a lot of wins. So when you get one, Celebrate the hell out of it. And I, I hope that's what the Lions are doing with this one. I'm excited for them. I don't know how many you're going to get this year. Celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> We're right there. I mean, it, celebrate, like you said, celebrate the win here. Going to the Washington Commanders, though, John Dotson, another touchdown today. Yeah, he's looked pretty yeah. good early. Speaking another, of the other rookie receivers. And that was another draft pick that a lot of people shit on. I think I probably did, too, of saying, like, hey, you don't need to draft this guy right now. Yep. Shouldn't have done it. Uh, but you did, especially when you have, like, Terry McLaurin already there. But he's played Samuel, well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he's been impressive so far. Um, also want to talk about the Colts-Jaguars game. Um, what what happened here? I don't know. I didn't I watch. heard a stat today that the uh, Jaguars have not uh, shut out a team since 2017, and it was the Colts, and the Colts have not been shut out since Isn't it, Wasn't this your game of, yes. like, the Jaguars just always find a way to beat the Colts yep. at home? Thank you. And I then Trevor Lawrence you mentioning that, and yeah, well, let me throw you under the bus because last week you questioned Trevor Lawrence, and then he comes out, he looks like Trevor Lawrence. Hey, that's a win-win though because I did question. I was like, I want to see something. Like, can this be it? Here it is. Maybe hey, that's definitely a good a Colts loss, defense. But I'll take the, the mm-hmm. optimistic view of it for sure. Yeah. But. So, Jaguars fans, again, you've got to be happy getting that win in the division. The Colts were a team that a lot of us liked. They're Zero, one, and one. Not looking good. With that stupid tie. And you tied against Houston. Like, so you, 
these are two division rivals right here to start the year for the mm-hmm. Colts, and you can't beat them. Yeah. And, yeah. I mean, Houston, like, maybe they're just better than we kind of thought they'd be this year. I think we kind of wrote them off to begin with. They're, they lost today against the Broncos, but at the same time, it's like that game was close for at least the first half of the game. Mm-hmm. And then some of these afternoon games, uh, the Bengals find a way to lose to the Cowboys. What the hell? Like, how do you lose to the Cowboys without Dak Prescott? I, I, I know that we've all kind of talked about it. Of like, okay, the Bengals, how are you going to play this year when you have that target on your back, mm-hmm. when you can't sneak up on teams? And I do think that that is what we've seen so far with their two losses. It's not that this is a bad football team. It's that everybody now is focused in on, hey, we've we got to give it our all here against the Bengals because this is a good football team. And now we see that they're 0-2, and even that offense struggling to score points against the Cowboys' defense, it's probably not very good. I just don't feel like we're going to get to see those deep shots from Joe Mi- or Joe Burrow anymore. I almost said Joe Mixon, but I mean, Joe Mixon, 19 carries. I'm just kind of box score reading this right now, but like that was the big thing for Cincinnati last year was that Joe Burrow got those big explosive plays with Jamar Chase because people just didn't respect him in a way or weren't paying attention. They didn't have that target on their back like you mentioned. Right now, I like it's Dallas, but at the same time, like they're getting after the quarterback. They're making plays. And then Cooper Rush, the new quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys. I mean, have yourself a day, bub. It wasn't a lot of, anything pretty. A lot of people wanted them to the trade game. for Jimmy G. Cooper Rush comes out and plays not <laughs> yeah. too bad. And speaking of Jimmy G, he got to play today. Uh-huh. Uh, absolutely terrible news for Trey Lance. That leg didn't look good. It wasn't. It wasn't like Dak Prescott. It wasn't like Alex Smith. But it did look. Ooh. It was a little misshapen. Did you see the? Did you see his foot was point? His foot was mm-hmm. pointing the whole wrong way. That's what got me. Was the, I, maybe like, I didn't see that part. Yeah, because I, I. This was. I'm also. A, I don't look for the injury. I didn't either. But Red Dawn was like, "We're going to go ahead and go back to the replay because we can't really see what happened." NFL and Network did <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so they show it from the back and. Like, you know, you're looking at the line of scrimmage, you're seeing around four, and you can't see it, but then they give you the opposite end zone view, and he's, like, got his leg picked up, and it looks like his ro- his lower right leg is, like, pointing to the right, but his foot is, like, left and up. And you're just like, ooh, yeah, those are opposite directions there. And it was the way that he got tackled and, like, fell back on his foot with two that defenders sucks, leading him. absolutely yeah. sucks. And but- it was such a stupid play call, too. Like, why you – it was a read option play, but, like, Trey Lance, like, it's beginning of the game, man. Just let the running back go and do his job. You're not going to yeah. break that loose running right in the middle of that Seahawks mm-hmm. defense. And then Jimmy Garoppolo comes in. Uh, I, I thought that he played just okay, which is kind of what Jimmy Garoppolo does, but they did win 27-7. to And, you know, there was a lot of buzz last week that we didn't even really talk about, like in that locker room of even the front office and the coaching staff kind of pulling in some of those veterans and these, you know, kind of rumors, but of pulling in the veterans and saying, like, hey, we are going to rally around Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. You need to support this guy and be – you know, leaders for him. So I, I'm 100% sure nobody is happy about seeing Trey Lance get injured. Yeah. I'm 100% sure there are a lot of people in that locker room that are happy Jimmy Garoppolo is playing. That's a really good way of looking at that, though. Yeah, yeah. like you don't want to see the injury. And I saw But I'm sure they're happy with Jimmy G. When Jimmy Garoppolo came on the field, he was like, oh, this is going to sound bad, but I, it was just something that I noticed. Right before he took that first snap, he was just kind of smiling, like dabbing up some teammates. And I think it just goes, you know, to prove exactly everything you just said there, that his teammates are like, okay, hey, like, glad you're still here. Because if he goes down and we don't have a backup quarterback, our Mm -hmm. season's just a wash. And, you know, after one game and like a quarter, Mm -hmm. now he's back. And the other after He's kind of wishing that he wouldn't have uh, taken that pay cut. It's like, damn it. But I think that in his contract, there's a lot of like those qualifiers that like if you start so many games – Escalates, so he's Your probably contract's like, back. Hell yeah, week two, I'm in it. Trey <laughs> yeah. he's done for a while. I'm gonna play myself into another contract here. 100%. And then, as we watch these games today, the Cardinals and Raiders just finished. Hunter Renfro has two fumbles late in the game. That last one, Clemson on Clemson crime. Isaiah Simmons just rocks his world, <laughs> and they return the the ball for a touchdown. I will say, I wanted the Raiders to win this game. I picked them to win. I'm glad that the Cardinals won and that it wasn't because of Kyler Murray. <laughs> there, that's exactly what you said right before we <laughs> yeah, hopped There's on. my silver lining. Like, yeah, okay, the Cardinals won, but no <laughs> microphones in uh, Kyler Murray's face. Poor Jake. <laughs> I'm back from the Raiders game. <laughs> Didn't want to be alone after that loss. That's rough. And, and you know, I, even on my drive to the office tonight to record, I'm like, okay, the Raiders like won that game. Yeah. 
sit down, get the TV turned on, and then realize, oh, the Cardinals have the ball late. They might actually score here. And then even they score, I think uh, they got to get the two-point conversion still. Like, the Raiders can win this game. They get the two-point conversion. The Raiders have multiple opportunities in the overtime. They just can't, yep. can't get it done. And, and tonight's game is going to be the Chicago Bears versus the Green Bay Packers. What's as crazy as today's been, do you think the Bears find a way to win this football game? I hope so. I hope so. I was talking to a buddy this week who's a Bears fan. He's like, yeah, I know it's not you know, super optimistic, but if the Bears find a way to win here, or if they even find a way to just keep it competitive, but Rodgers struggles again like he did last week, that mm-hmm. Rodgers is going to absolutely lose his shit. And that, like this, this season might force him to just look at it and say, you know what? I am done. I'm not coming <laughs> back to this bullshit. I know I signed a three-year deal. I'm not going to do it, though. Trade my ass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get me right? out of here. It's like Trey Lance is hurt. Yeah. Jimmy Garoppolo is going to be gone. Send me to San Francisco. No, no more young receivers. Give me Kittle. Give me um, yeah, Brandon Ayuk. Debo, Debo Samuel. Samuel. <laughs> like, I'm done here in Green Bay. But we'll see. I'm excited about that game tonight. As far as predictions go, I do think that the Packers will win. I just picking against Aaron Rodgers against the Bears. And at home, too, in Green Bay. Mm-hmm. They're probably going to win this game. The Packers. I mean, you'd have to, right? It's your home opener. They didn't just play home last week. No, they played in uh, Minnesota and got absolutely annihilated. But it's just like home opener here, Sunday night game. It's going to be a beautiful 73-degree day. Packers are favored by 10.5. I will say, I'm going to get crazy. I think the Bears cover. That's We got the same brain today or what? That is neat. Um, And then um, these games that are happening on Monday night football, games, plural. This one kind of snuck up on me. I I kind of forgot about it. Oh, yeah. Um, You have the Titans and Bills. That's your early game. That one is going to be really good. And then the Vikings-Eagles, the battle of Justin Jefferson, what could have been for the (laughs) Eagles. But also two teams in the NFC that did play well last week. Yep. So a little bit more skin in the game for this than I thought that there would be. Any yeah, and week. Philly's actually favored by two and a half in that game. I think I would actually take the Vikings, especially yeah, playing with in they Philly last week. Yep. And one so. thing about the the betting odds is usually if it's a pretty evenly matched game, the home team will get about three points. Yep. So I, I think even Vegas is looking at this and saying, yeah, Vikings probably the better team, but you're playing in Philly. It's a tough place to play. I I agree with you though. I, I would I would bet on the Vikings in this one. Also, just excited to see Josh Allen play once again because I am a Bills fan. <laughs> yeah. When you're not playing the Chiefs, absolutely. Yep, yep, I'm right there. And it's we just, get... it's fun. And the same, honestly, same thing with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Like when they're not playing the Chiefs, it's like, damn, look at Herbert go. So watching that game Thursday night, we were in a bar, uh, a crowded one. Obviously, Chiefs kingdom around here. Did you like the environment? Yes and no. It's okay, kind of Sam. I I one never... of the reasons why was the Justin Herbert stuff. So, like, late in the game, he, get, he gets rocked and, like, yes. has the rib injuries or whatever. And I understand being a Chiefs fan, but people in the bar yelling and being like, he's a fucking pussy. Like, I, yep. I hope you die. And, like, some of it was like a joke. Yeah. But it's like, that's not even necessary right now. Yeah. And then he had the third and one play where he decided to not run it for a first down. And everybody was like, he's stupid. Like this, you compare him to Mahomes, blah, blah, blah. And then he throws literally one of the best throws I've ever seen in my life. On fourth Fourth and one. Yeah. Literally the next down. (laughs) Dick can't run a three feet to get the first. Just barely throws the ball. And like, I'm done. Next play zips it right down the middle. And it was just like, (laughs) I remember like just thinking, I was like, Chiefs might lose this game because, holy shit, what a mm-hmm. throw. Yeah, it, it, he's, he is one of those guys that it's hard to root for, even when he's playing the Chiefs. It, yeah. And there were, you know, a lot of great people watching the game with us, too, that even when Herbert made that throw, it was like exchanging eye contact with the people who actually know football yeah. and being like, holy shit, did you guys, like, we all just saw what happened, <laughs> yeah. right? Because, yeah. I mean, that was a special throw. And Mahomes, uh, he had some damn good ones. Yes. We talked well. about it, that touchdown uh, to Jarek McKinnon where he rolls off to the right, breaks a sack, uh-huh. and then, like, takes that little extra step to sidearm it. And I looked at you and our buddy Cole, and I was like, to just have the self-awareness to be like, okay, I'm going to play and throw. Actually, I need an extra step, and then I'm going to make it. And it's like, that, like, 
I cannot imagine being able to have that amount of talent mm-hmm. and just everything dialing and clicking in for you, like just that perfectly. It would yeah. be amazing to have. And sadly, you know, guys like Patrick Mahomes and maybe even the Josh Allens of the world are going to ruin the careers of a lot of kids because other kids are going to go out there and they're going to think, yeah, I'm going to throw it underhanded like that. <laughs> yeah. No, you're not. Like Patrick Mahomes ruined Drew Locke's career before it ever got started. Because Drew Locke saw that shit and was like, yeah, I can do that. Yeah, Drew Locke. No, Drew. <laughs> Drew Locke looked me right in my eye and told me my, my style of play is similar to Aaron Rodgers. Being able no. to make every throw from any platform in any arm angle. And I was like, Drew, I've seen your college tape. That's a lie. Mm-hmm. Like, Drew Locke should have just been happy being like a Kirk Cousins type with a little bit stronger of an arm. 100%. <laughs> I would love to be that, honestly. Sign me up for that. Yeah, you know, or, you know, some of these other guys, like Jared Goff and his trajectory to begin his career, like, you don't have to do these superstar-level things. Just be who you are. Derek Carr. Like, go be Derek Carr. Yes. Which is a pretty good life. People hate your brother. Like, he just, (laughs) he can't keep his mouth shut. He can't stop praising you. Mm -hmm. But they respect you and they love you. That's the only downside of Derek Carr is his brother, David. Just one of them, yeah. Well, I'm sure there's others, but, like, I like Derek Carr. I do, too. I know a lot of Raiders fans do not. I, I do like for him. Jake, especially with the way that game ended. But I was going to say, I like him. You like him. He's also not the quarterback of our football team. Yep. I don't know many Raiders fans that do like Carr. Yeah. So, that's whatever. Maybe he needs to go somewhere else and have success, and they're going to be like, Damn it. I know somewhere you can go and have success. That is Roper Kia. Go check out their inventory online. If they don't have the car of your dreams, they will help you find it. And if you mention us here at Mike Up, they're going to give you $1,000 off your nicer, newer ride. Again, that's Roper Kia right here in Joplin, Missouri. Right on. Next up, you guys should go visit Gunspot.com for all your gun and ammo needs. No reserved auctions every single week. And one of the best parts about the website is there's no hidden fees when you go to check out, so you don't even have to worry about it. Also, it's not a matter of if. It is a matter of when you visit their website. So, again, be sure to do so at Gunspot.com. And now let's get to um, what I think was a boring college football weekend. Yeah, I, I, Maybe I went in with the wrong from, mindset. Aside from Missouri State and Arkansas. <laughs> right. That almost win. But I, just, I thought it was a pretty boring weekend. Even, like, starting the weekend, I believe the first game was, like, Nebraska – and Oklahoma. And, like, Louisville, Florida State on Friday night. Totally forgot I mean, that was on yeah, Friday Yeah, Florida night. State came out with the win. I definitely thought Louisville would win. I was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I mean, Nebraska gets just absolutely blown out. They ended up firing their defensive coordinator. It, like, that's kind of the biggest news of the college football weekend because people are already really starting to talk about that Nebraska job. Mm-hmm. And like I mentioned earlier, like, Matt Rule's name is already floating out there. I mean, he's the head coach of an NFL team. It is still currently week two of the NFL. If I'm Matt Rule, I am probably taking that job from Nebraska. I'm listening. Yeah, because it's like, I'm going to get my ass fired here. <laughs> we cannot get this figured out. Yeah. If I could go, if I can make it happen at Baylor, if I can make it happen at, where was he at, Troy Temple. before? Or mm-hmm. Temple, excuse me, that's what I was thinking. Yep, he was really good at Temple. You can make it happen at freaking Nebraska. And then he does deserve a lot of credit for what he did at Baylor. You know, a team that should have been hit with like a, a death penalty mm-hmm. for football after our Bryles, but then... You know, continuing to build that program there at Baylor the way that he did, he deserves a lot of credit for that. And, you know, he might just be one of those guys that's not cut out for the NFL. And the NFL is a very, very different beast than college football. I mean, Nick Saban didn't make it work in the NFL. Right. Like, Pete Carroll had to have two opportunities to do it. Yeah, you know, even guys like um, Herm Edwards, pretty good coach in the NFL. He got fired today at Arizona State. Like, you know, some of these guys, they just, they don't translate to the other style of play and you know maybe you get Matt Rule in there at Nebraska and maybe he can kind of fix things it it was a it was a rough tenure for old Scotty Frost um and now like I said defensive coordinator gets fired today uh I saw a lot of people I think it was big noon kickoff was there at the Nebraska Oklahoma game Mm -hmm. and they were chanting we want Urban like Urban Meyer's name is getting some attention there and oh yeah I would Low-key love it. He's a scumbag, but you know what? So are a lot of coaches. So are a lot of people. Like, you probably work with somebody at your job, and you're like, man, he is he's such a nice guy. No, he's not. He's a dickhead. 
You just don't get to see that part. Urban Meyer got caught being a dickhead. Do I need to start talking or? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You're great. Uh, <laughs> I, I mean, mean our listeners, not you specifically, but like everybody probably has that person of like, he seems like a really nice guy at work. Like that's what every serial killer documentary starts out with. Like, wow, I never, never, would, never, never would have guessed that. that he had thirty bodies hidden in his basement. Like he was leading the praise at our church on Sunday. My kids used to just, you know what I mean, go over and play. Like he would just welcome them over. Right. I trusted him. Always thought his yard kind of smelled funny, and he was constantly digging. So nice though, <laughs> so nice. And that's you know kind of the Urban Meyer. Was he a scumbag? Yeah. Was he arrogant? Yep. Do I think he could lead Nebraska? Yep. I think in three years he could have them as a winning program. Well, I mean, how would we look? What what would the legacy of Urban Meyer be? Success at Utah. Great success at Florida. Great success at Ohio State. You go to Jacksonville, tarnished everything you possibly built up from there Mm -hmm. before. Then you go to Nebraska, and you bring Nebraska back from the 90s and 80s dominance. Holy Mm -hmm. shit. I mean, hell, if Marcus Freeman doesn't get his act together at Notre Dame, there might oh be my a, gosh. a job opening him, there man. as well. Yeah, another just close game. And Tommy Reese, their offensive coordinator, just letting the quarterback have it <laughs> from the press box. They do your fucking job and things like that. <laughs> so, like, the stuff that made news from college football this weekend, it wasn't like, oh, we had a great game. <laughs> the, the App State game was good. Yeah, the Hail Mary yeah. to win it, and that was cool. Uh, them storming the field. I didn't realize them. they celebrated by jumping in a pond that's on campus. Did you see that? I didn't see that one. I think Marty Smith did like a little thing, like pretty much did a remake of Pat McAfee uh-huh. and like jumped in the water. And I was just like, I didn't know they did that. Now, my daughters have youth cheer, as I remember this week. So I don't get to watch like the pregame shows this year because mm-hmm. their game start at 10. Yeah. I have to have them there at 930, which means I get there at 915. <laughs> So I don't get to see the pregame You're stuff. You're still showing up? <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still doing it. Are they still showing up late? Um, no, not really. They're showing up on time. Okay, good. Which is late for me, but hashtag for them, good, good for them, yeah. <laughs> We're heading in the right direction. I think a lot of those guys like Marty Smith and Laura Rutledge, I would almost bet, and I haven't seen any of it, that the SEC like college game day version is probably better than college game day. Uh, is Marty Smith on the SEC? Is that what he's on? I think so. I know he does a lot of stuff with that. I guess I didn't know that before. I know Laura Rutledge with the I've SEC. I've never watched does. it. I know that she hosts the Anything SEC. Anything Laura Rutledge does is just top-notch perfection. And that doesn't Very have, biased opinion. And I think she's the best personality on ESPN. <laughs> I, compl- I mean, I'll agree. And it doesn't have really anything to do with her looks. It's just like how good no, she is at her so job. No, she's so good. And like her looks are just an absolute Yeah, she is also she's beautiful. gorgeous. Yes. Smoke show. 100 percent douchebag. But like, even when she does like her little TikTok deals, like she'll be mm-hmm. like a day in the life at ESPN, and it's like that is so cool. It's like here are the shows, like here's what we're yeah. doing, like you know, weekend traveling, like this is a day in the life of like getting ready in the morning, like mm-hmm. it's like letting her daughter cool... like pick games and stuff. Oh, like and that. that's just adorable too. Like she's what was it last week for the Texas Alabama game, and then this week she picked Alabama, and this week she starts off, she's like, "Whew, that was close," and then makes her next pick, and of course gets it. Speaking of these college games this weekend, though, the one that really caught my eye, and maybe it shouldn't, but it's the fact that, like, Penn State just absolutely annihilated Auburn 41-12. to Yeah. Like, what the hell's going on with Penn State? And you're ranked so, 22nd. I, as I was leaving the youth football games, these are, like, sixth-grade games, um, I heard a lady on the phone talking very loudly, and she was just motherfucking Auburn. Like, I don't know why. Like, who around here hates Auburn? Auburn that much to be like dropping f bombs at a youth football game in Missouri about Auburn. <laughs> Damn. I just I, I looked at her but not like a how dare you curse around these children. Like a why Auburn yeah. <laughs> of all teams. You got to go up to her next week and just be like, "Hey, like, you know, I just couldn't help but notice. I want to know like what are we motherfucking? I want to motherfuck with you." <laughs> yeah. Like clearly you were right because it was a blowout. Yeah. But why? Why around here? And another thing that is kind of popular in our area, but sticking with the Nebraska stuff too, KU looks damn good. Oh, they yeah. started 3-0 and Lance Leopold. He is a favorite for that Nebraska job, and I think rightfully so. They should be calling him because I think he's, this is year two at Kansas, and he has them 3-0. and And it is not just these little scrub teams. He's beaten now Houston and West Virginia and a scrub team. 
But like yeah. winning at KU has been so hard. The fact that he's done it three times this year, that's saying something. Mm-hmm. And I know there was even a push a little bit for like, hey, game day should go to Lawrence. I would they're love playing that. Duke this weekend, this coming weekend, and they're not. I think they ended up going to Tennessee, Florida, which is a much bigger game. Yeah. But I'm I find myself, and this is not something I do often, rooting for KU. Like <laughs> our guy Brooks that listens to the show, I'm yeah. super happy for him. Uh, our guy Mark who sponsors the show, incredibly happy for him. He texted me last night. <laughs> yeah. three, <laughs> some, you know, very colorful language and then saying mm-hmm. rock chalk three no baby. And it's just like, hey, I'm not even going to respond to this or talk shit yeah. because. A little late just, at night. Yeah, um, just soak it up and live it. Celebrate. And I yeah. am happy. For, uh, you know, a lot of those guys that are KU fans too, is that they kind of know where they're at as a program. Yeah. But I, I do think that they could build something there. And if Leopold stays at KU, I think they do have kind of the resources to pour into the football program a little bit. Well, especially with the success of your basketball program, right? Mm-hmm. Like you, if you can get the football program up to that level, like, man, that would be so much fun. And especially with Texas and Oklahoma leaving the Big 12 for the next couple of years, you got Cincinnati coming in, you got Houston coming in, you got BYU coming in. You're going to need someone to take over. And people are looking at a Baylor and, you know, uh, Iowa State and Oklahoma State. Maybe Kansas just takes an opportunity well, you know, of that and runs with it. To start the season, we were talking about some of those teams, and I had mentioned BYU, Houston, and Cincinnati. Like, okay, they all might be pretty good this year. Mm-hmm. They're not. Yeah. They're kind of getting their ass kicked. Like, even Cincinnati, uh, I think they won this weekend, but it's like you were playing right there with Miami of Ohio. Mm, BYU yeah. gets their ass kicked. Houston gets their ass kicked by Kansas. So, like, maybe maybe Kansas emerges as the... A lot of praise with uh, Kansas, too, is our quarterback, Jalen Daniels. Looks good. Mm-hmm. Yep. He looked very good well. last year. I, I like him quite a bit. He's a but great... I, he's, I, shouldn't, I shouldn't call him great, but he has been a very good leader for this team. I don't know if you saw his interview last year to end the season. I think Brooks actually sent it to us. And it was just him talking about the fact of, like, you know, I want us to be respected next year. I want us to have, mm-hmm. you know, a different mindset that we come in and we make plays and we win ball games buy big numbers and we get the attention of everybody and that's exactly what they've done this year and it's just like if Jalen Daniels can continue to lead that who knows where Kansas football goes this year Mm -hmm. they beat Texas last year shit and another little tidbit um speaking of Texas Texas and Texas Tech play this weekend I had a little birdie in my ear saying that Quinn Ewers might actually play this weekend nah yeah I was surprised yeah to hear it and even saying that he pri- he could have possibly played this weekend, but, but they didn't UTSA. think they would yeah. need him. So that's something to watch for because a lot of the reports were like, oh, he's out like four weeks. Mm-hmm. He might play against Texas Tech this weekend. Oh, I'd love to hear that. And for the Texas Longhorns, looked pretty shitty. So going to need him back. Did. Thank God for B. John Robinson because <laughs> Real holy smokes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, you can probably afford to rush him back with Arch Manning coming up soon. It's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, is he going to get hurt? How do you Maybe. think that plays out? I have, I have everyone asking me, and I, and I just stay with the same answer. Like, Arch doesn't come until next year. Mm-hmm. So, Quinn Ewers will get this year. He'll most likely get next year as well. Yeah. You'll redshirt Arch, and then Quinn will go to the draft, and then Arch will take over, and mm-hmm. you'll get a year in the Big 12, and then you go to the SEC. Yeah, that's what I think okay. is going to happen. I wouldn't be surprised that if Arch is – freshman season which would be Quinn Ewers junior season if they're not necessarily splitting time but they're finding ways to get Arch on the field so not like a true red shirt that we're used to of like oh this guy's never going to play but maybe more with like what we saw with uh, Trevor Lawrence of like hey you know you're going to play a little bit here we're going to get you a series in the first quarter even or a series in the second quarter and then if it's a blowout you're playing so I think that he's going to get reps, game reps. He's not just going to sit there and redshirt. Mm-hmm. And I would think that he would even play more than uh, the five games. Or, or like uh, Bryce Young did. Bryce Young, he didn't beat out Mac Jones for the job, yeah. but it was still like, hey, we're, we'll play you a little bit. We'll get yep. you some reps in here. And it's not just blowout reps. Yep. It's, we'll get you in there when they, you know, things are pretty much secure, but we feel confident putting in our young quarterback. Yep. But I don't, I don't know that – Sark is going to be a guy that's just like, no, we're giving him the job. He's a Manning. But also, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe he does come out and win the job if he just is the starter. He's not going to have anything given to him. 100%. 
But I'm also looking at it and completely agree with everything you're saying there. It's just I don't want that to have to be the situation because I want Quinn Ewers to be worth the hype and everything that Same. Texas did mm-hmm. to bring him back, in essentially, from Ohio State. Yeah. yeah. Like, I want him and Bijan to take off this year. Bijan's clearly going to the draft after this. Quinn coming next year. I think there's another stud running back they have coming in. I don't know if he'll play as a freshman, but it's like – let those guys play. Like, just let Quinn Ewers be due to Texas. Yep. And, and Xavier I, I want Worthy Quinn to live up to that. Still going to be there next year, too. So I, I do. I hope that Quinn Ewers lives up to the hype, and I hope that my source is correct on that one. I would love to see him mm-hmm. uh, play against Texas Tech this weekend. Another thing that I love is Club 609 right here in Joplin, Missouri, home of the best happy hour of the world, featuring their two-for-one drink specials and $2 draft pours. Don't forget about those phenomenal appetizers uh, I'm probably overdue for some nachos 2.0. It it's been, been a minute. while. Yeah, Not I feel like it's been like two weeks. I think it might be longer than that, to be honest with you. Maybe so. For you, it might be closer than a month. That's just too long. I mean, if you legitimately think about it, I don't. <laughs> what is today? The 18th. It might be. Anyway, Club Six and Nine. Stranger at this point, shit. Yeah, they, they're probably going to be like, "Hello, uh, I'm Garrett. I'll be your server tonight. What <laughs> yeah. can I get you to drink?" And I'm going to be like, "Are you serious? You don't have my Bud Light in a bottle, just waiting for me?" Damn. You didn't smell me coming in. <laughs> I'm sure they will. Great place, best happy hour in the world. Club Six and Nine. You better believe it. Another great place here in Joplin, located right in the heart of the city on First and Main Street, is Downtown Lube. They do specialize in tires and lube, but they are much more than that. So be sure to visit their website at downtownlube.com for their full list of services. Also, it's not a matter of if, it's a matter of when you're going to need your oil change and your tire service. So make sure you get that taken care of right here again in Joplin at Downtown Lube. And now bringing back um, a little bit of a fun one that we haven't done in a while is the Tell the Truth. We used to do it every Tuesday. Now our schedules are a little bit different. A little tell the truth. And this one for me dates back to when we were in Austin for the Alabama game. I got an Airbnb. You were there for a bachelor party. You were staying at a different place. We had an Airbnb that was was nice. It was clean, which is like top priority. Mm -hmm. It was a little bit hot, though. So I struggled to sleep. I cannot sleep if I'm even a little bit hot. And I mean, like, it's got to be below 70 degrees for me. Or like a, a heavy, heavy fan just right on top of me. I kept waking up in the middle of the night at the Airbnb because I felt like there was someone or something else in the room. Mm. One of the creepy things that I have experienced in a while. Yeah, that is weird. Me being the rational person that I am, but also at the same time scared, had convinced myself there's a mouse in the room. And there's probably a mouse. A mouse? <laughs> that, yeah, I'm terrified of mice, too. <laughs> but, like, that was the, like, I'm half awake, half asleep. What can I rationalize? Because it sounded like something was moving across the room. Mm. So, for me, it was, there's definitely a mouse. Like, yeah. in the walls or something like that. Uh, because it was even, like, at an odd time of night. It was, like, 2, 3 in the morning. Witching hour. Right? So, it wasn't like, oh, somebody else is probably up just walking through the house, it was... Was it like an apartment complex type of Airbnb or anything? Were mm. there people above you or below you? No, nope. it's own house. house. And I was in my own wing. Ooh. Where there were no other beds. Every other bedroom was on the other side of the house. Dang. It was just You're me. just riding solo over there. Mm-hmm. And I kept waking up. I convinced myself that it was probably a mouse. I don't even know if I believe in ghosts. Mm-hmm. It is almost spooky season. It was weird. And I also thought I kept hearing, like... A camera move, you know, like when, like the, bzz, yes, bzz, ooh. but I also Man, think that would mess with me. I, I would, I hate that room. about Airbnbs though. Cause yeah. I never trust it. Like the, the vents and stuff like that. Yeah. I never, even if I'm drying off in the shower in my head, I'm always thinking like, okay, where would the, where would the camera be? Where can somebody see me? Oh, you're scared of it. Yeah. I welcome. I that. actively think about it every time I'm in an Airbnb. So I'm or like a if- hotel. I, I'm the, cause I thought about it in my Airbnb actually, cause like our shower had a window in it. And I think that's so weird. That like why do so showers weird. have windows? And the way our Airbnb, or Airbnb was set up is that there was like a hill behind it and there was a house up on the hill, but then there was a fence. that was like a double paneled wooden fence. But it's like, if someone is in that house and they're creepy enough, they have found a way to be able to look in this window and see who's taking a shower. So in my mind, it's like, you probably think I'm just some hot broad in here. No, 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 no. It's me. And you're going to. 
you have yourself a little show. Yeah, right. And I think the same thing. Like, if you're going to put a camera in this room thinking there's girls here and my ass walks across, I'll be like, here it is. You got something in the vent? I don't care. Check mm-hmm. it out. Look at this I think ass. that's an old school style of thinking, though, is that it's, it would only be for an attractive woman. I think there are a lot of people out there that's trying to. That's also very true. Trying to get a peep at the pee pee. Tell me what you think. <laughs> yeah, right. Let's get another solid five star review here, huh? <laughs> but it is, it's something that I actively think about. I think that just makes me a little bit paranoid. <laughs> I would. A little bit, but at the same time, like, I've I also. I know there's also a movie that's out right now. I, th- I saw, like, a trailer for it that's about Airbnbs and being, like, maybe double booked. Ooh, I don't remember. Are you being serious? Are you... Yeah, I'm serious. Oh, okay. It's like it's like outright. You also now. had that little tone, like when you're messing with me or something. So I was trying to read kind of what tone. No, was. I was, was trying to think of what the actual storyline is because I've only seen like one or two trailers yeah. for it. And I do hate that when like you have a hard time sleeping and you think you hear something and then it's like, what is that sound? And then once you kind of like think you've got it figured out, you can't get rid of that thought. Mm-hmm. Like you can't overturn the cons- like the theory in your mind of what it is. When I got bit by the spider, mm-hmm. and I was in the hospital for a couple of days. I used to have a video on my phone, and I actually never showed it to anyone. It sounded like somebody whispering in my hotel room. You like, have the video on your phone? I, I don't anymore. I deleted it. It might be on, like, my Google Cloud. Do what? Mm-hmm. It, it sounded like... I would wake up because it sounded like somebody was whispering to me in a creepy-ass hospital. And it can't be heard on the video? No, that's the thing is it can't be heard on the video. I, I had the video for a long time. Uh, uh, but you couldn't hear it on the video, but I could hear it in the room. <laughs> that's weird. That would be really and weird. And that's why another reason why I like, didn't show anybody is like, you probably just think I'm lying or that I'm like, <laughs> I'm just hopped up on meds because yeah. I'm in the hospital. But like, I could hear somebody whispering. And it could have been, again, I just try to explain away everything logically. Yeah. I was like, the way the vents are set up, it's probably just somebody in another Man, room. You do the same <laughs> shit when, like, there's a girl clearly hitting on you. Like, nah, she's just I will being explain nice and away friendly. everything. <laughs> yes. Nah, there's she's just being really nice. Like, dude, she yeah. straight up just told you, I want you. And you're like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Take me right now. <laughs> ah, she probably doesn't mean, like, right now. Right now. Dude, she, wants, she, wants, she wants a snack. I'm going to take her to the, to the grocery store. <laughs> yeah, she's probably talking about somebody else, not me. Yeah, she used my name. But yeah. it's it probably plenty of mellows out there. Probably or mellow Anthony, heard of him, yeah, right? <laughs> but it's I always explain things away. But there's it's just creepy, and now that it's spooky season, it's gotten me thinking about it. I'm back on creepy podcast. Yeah, well, that's probably your <laughs> that's a fucking mistake. Mm-hmm. It definitely is. I was uh, my daughters are into it now, too though. Gosh, I've got them hooked. Yeah, your daughters are honored because last time they were here, we were walking out, and <laughs> your oldest was like. Hey, uh, Jonas says hi. And I was just like, what? You know, I didn't set them up for that at all. I didn't say like, hey, you should mess with Austin when you're going to see him. Nothing. I, I said nothing to them about it. But they were. They were like, hey, Jonas told me to tell you hi. And then the other one's like, you know he doesn't like it when you talk about him. <laughs> yeah. And like just to play it off too is like, stop it. But like, keep going. And it's like, mm-hmm. oh, you flipping turds. They, I love them. They're weird, both of them. They don't react to movies. Like, my oldest daughter does not get scared of movies at all. How does she know it's not real? She just, she doesn't believe in ghosts or anything like that. And she's just like, no, that's clearly dumb. Like, I don't believe in that. Like, I I let them I want her to teach me how to have that mindset. Because my immediate thought is like, what if that is real? Yeah, I was going to scare them. And I let them watch like 30 seconds of the Annabelle movie. And Maya is like, that's not... Not even close to being real. Looks like, like I'm putting extra dolls in my bed tonight to sleep yeah. because I'm not even scared. No, she's just like super brave about it and just doesn't care. Maddie is like, yeah, I'm not going to watch that. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. Oldest one, Maya, she's like, no, that's stupid. There's it's clearly makeup like it's a doll. How would that be scary ever? But she doesn't. And I let him watch The Notebook last night. Is that what <laughs> your debate was? <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you brought that up because I was just like, for a hot second, I thought it might have been Matt. And I was just like... Did Matt just think they're, like, going to sleep? Like, they mm-hmm. just, like, fall So I let them watch that because I just wanted them to react. I've also never seen them cry during a movie. Oh. Not even, like, um, Lion King. And they didn't shed yeah, a that single never, tear. That never made me cry either as a kid. Oh, my God. It still like, I've recently cry. heard people talk about that, and I was like, I did see a thing on, TikTok, or on Twitter today, actually, where it's like, uh, there's not any other animals that eat lions. Like, hyenas don't eat lions, uh-huh. but lions will eat other lions. 
and so his brother Scar, where there's that scene where he's like laying down on the rocks and he's like full, and he picks up that skull and he's like clicking it like with his fingers and whatnot. That's a lion skull. <laughs> Piece the puzzles together. That's Mufasa. Very well, could be, but yeah, I, I let him watch the Notebook last night. Not a single tear shed, and I was trying to do some laundry, and I missed the very end. So I came back into the room. I'm like, oh, it's over. What did you think about them dying? And both of them look at me, and they're like, they didn't die. What are you talking about? I'm like, yes, they did. The two old people. At the end of the movie, they die together in bed like they're dead. They're like, no, they don't, Dad. Like, the story continues. Like, they wake up the next day, and it's, they're still together. So I rewind that bitch, and I'm like, no, they die. <laughs> and I watched the ending. We watched it on HBO Max. It's not the same ending that, like, we're all used to. What's the ending, then? So I looked it up on YouTube because, it, like, it was a heated debate with me and an eight- and nine-year-old last night. <laughs> and uh, the original ending that I was used to, they lay down in bed, and they're, like, talking about, like, our love is strong enough to do anything. Do you think it could... Like, take us at the same time, and they're like, yeah, it's going to happen. And then the next morning, like, the nurse lady comes back in and finds them both dead on HBO Max. They just go to sleep, end of the movie. And so in their brains, they're like, no, this is a love story. It's a happy ending. Story continues. They're still together, but she remembers everything. And oh. I'm like, y'all are picking up on some pretty deep topics. So, <laughs> yeah. proud dad. But they're definitely dead. <laughs> yeah. I also like to think about that movie. Does he have to read that book every freaking day to her? <laughs> right? Is it Fuck like that, dude. 50 like, first dates? She's gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right? I, I did watch most of it last night. It's, it's pretty corny. Yeah. There's Good a lot movie, of... though. It's a, I'm a big, I'll be honest, a little guilty pleasure, rom-coms. If I got nothing else going on and I just want to watch a movie, <laughs> I'll just put on a random rom-com. Now, that's not the notebook. Rom-com is not a notebook to me. No, it's not very like funny. This is 40 or anything like that. Movies along yep. that line. One of my, this probably says a lot about me. One of my favorite rom-coms is Friends with Benefits. Oh, with uh, Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman? Is that No, that's that No one? Strings Attached. Maybe. I don't know. No, that one's I, with Mila Kunis. I love both of them. Same, because I actually watched one with Ashton Kutcher and Natalie Portman two weeks ago. For the first time? No, for like oh, okay. the fourth time. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I was going through like Netflix, and I was like, actually, I haven't seen this movie in a while. Mm-hmm. Natalie Portman, that's like my Hollywood celebrity big-time crush. Yeah, especially in that movie. Yes. And I identify with her character in that movie a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, this is what we're doing. Don't screw it up. Yeah. So I I've also been Ashton on the Kutcher's Ashton Kutcher Ashton. side of things, <laughs> yeah. too. Where it's like, hey. I am Ashton Kutcher. You're Natalie Portman. What's up, dude? <laughs> this is very two straight men, though. Not Yeah, together. not not like that. But. <laughs> so anyway, Unless, you're tell the what? truth. Yeah, so yeah, my tell the truth. Uh, I had something happen to me a couple weeks ago. And uh, I, as soon as it happened, I got in my car and I kind of chuckled about is it. it a ghost? And I, I took notes of it and then haven't had an opportunity to talk about it until now. But I think I was hit on. At a gas station, and I didn't know how to handle it. So I'm in Springfield a couple of weeks ago. I'm on my way out of town. I'm stopping to grab a drink, go to the bathroom. And when I walk in, there's like a mom and her younger son. And the where, kid, where at? at? Like at Casey's in oh. Springfield. I'm like on my way out of town. And I make eye contact with this kid, and I was like, what's up, dude? How, like, what's up, little guy? Like, how are you? Because he's like, he's in the way. So I was just like, hey, like, what's up, big guy? How are you? And he's like, oh, I'm good. I was like, excuse me, just trying to get through here. So go about it. They check out, they leave. I check out, I walk out to my car, and homeboy, mom, their, their car is like just happened to be parked right next to mine. And I see homeboy sitting in that front seat, and he rolls down his window. They, there's zero tint on these windows. He rolls down his window, and he like gives me this head nod. And then I was just like, what's up? Like, that made me laugh. But this is the part where I got hit on is because I was going to say, this, yeah, I see I the that. rundown. Like, where, yeah, where, where is are we taking going? the turn? So his mom is in the like. In I the had nine one one like ready to dial. Be like, hey, this guy's perfect. <laughs> yeah, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I should have prepped first off. Like he was clearly there with his mom, and his mom, <laughs> she was kind of like that white trash hot. And if you're from our area, you know exactly mm-hmm. what I'm talking about. Blake Lively in the town, trashy hot. Like if nobody knows about it. Probably, like, probably would, but it's like someone Half here, my roster is that. Bingo. So it's like, as long as nobody knows how we doing, I'll be your stepdad kid. But I hear the kids say, 
man, that's a nice car. As like I get to mine, I drive a Kia Optima. It is definitely not a nice car. <laughs> she is driving a little bit of an older like Nissan Altima or whatnot. And uh, she then rolls down her window, and I hear her say, yeah, those are nice cars, but so is that driver. And then she winks at me. <laughs> and I just, like, get in my car because I didn't know what to do. And then I just started dying laughing as I backed out and left. And it's just, <laughs> what the fuck happened? Like, welcome to Springfield, Missouri. Like, that's where I went to college at. That's several weird instances, not like that, but just experiences in Springfield alone. First time I'm back in a while, and that happens, and I was just like, you got to love Springfield. <laughs> but for him to be like, man, that's a cool car. She's like, yeah, I really like those cars. And I like that driver, too. I was like, Ugh. I don't know which is more shocking. The kid no saying my car's cool? Car. Or, no, yeah. Because I was just like, whatever, kid. Like, you're just, uh-huh. I don't know. Like, but the, what really whatever, got me is when I came out of the store and he had his window up and he rolled it down to then just give me like a head up. Because, like, you know, when you give it, like, when you nod down, it's like, hey, I don't know you, but I see you. Like, what's up? But if you know someone, like, guy body language, like, you give a heads up. Like, what's up, man? Good to see you. And that's what the kid did. He was like, what's up, dude? And I was just like, hi, man. (laughs) Quite the experience. And then his mom hit on me. And I was just like, It's not too late. You need to get on um, Uh, missing Craigslist. What is it called? Misconnections. Misconnections. I almost said missing people. (laughs) <laughs> uh, wrong list. <laughs> no wonder why no one messages me back. <laughs> <laughs> right? In search of. <laughs> yeah. Last saw you at the Casey's in Springfield. <laughs> like, I have accidentally filed 17 missing people. <laughs> yeah. He's listing where he's taking these people. Like, uh, you probably have a nickname in Springfield of, like, some kind of serial kidnapper. <laughs> like, oh, look, he posted again on Craigslist. That's a yeah. movie. Trademark. Actually, no. Do you remember the Craigslist killer? Uh Uh-uh. That was a true story. A guy guy meeting people on Craigslist, and then he would meet up with them and kill them. Why do people, like, that's like, you ruin that for everybody else. Mm -hmm. Like, everyone else is having a good time, making, like, just enjoying life, and here you are just ruining it for everybody. Yep, and that's where my brain is right now. You talk about Craigslist, and I'm immediately going to, like, oh, I heard a podcast recently about murders. Yeah. And hauntings. See, my mind's just always in that mindset where you're like, I'm just going to walk home. And it's like, uh, or you're like, I'm just going to walk to the office. And it's like, yeah, maybe you shouldn't. There's a lot of homeless people that way. It was pretty dark on uh, Thursday when I walked back to the office. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's pitch dark outside right now. We were watching the, the Chiefs game. Mm-hmm. And I actually thought, like, man, if country were here, he'd be scared for me. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the park at? Behind our office, our new office here. Yeah, mm-mm. I wouldn't have made that walk. It's a weird walk. Yeah. I don't know why we've moved offices. There's no street lights right there. But like we, our last two offices, three offices, have been in like the worst part of town. Mm-hmm. And granted, they're all within six blocks of each other, but and also they're all incredibly close to the bars. <laughs> yeah, which is very nice. But so we have a type. Trashy hot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> all right, that's it for us today. We do appreciate you guys uh, joining us. As always, we'll be back at it on Thursday night. Uh, Again, previewing some of these NFL games, a lot of randomness. Uh, I went to Home Depot today, and they were already having Christmas stuff up. So maybe we start getting into some Christmas stuff. Yeah. Damn. I'm just looking. I'm trying to find some pumpkins. And they already got Christmas stuff up. Like, I'm too late already. You're going to Home Depot for pumpkins? Like fall decor stuff. Oh, okay. I didn't mean that judgmental. I was more of like, I didn't know how Home Depot had pumpkins. They do, though. They oh. do have pumpkins. But they're a little expensive. I went to our uh, hometown fall festival this weekend, and a buddy <laughs> my age, and uh, he like has a little pumpkin farm with his fiance, and they grew like 300 pumpkins. It was yeah. so cool. Yeah. <laughs> how was the fall festival? Dude, I'm not going to lie to you. It was actually like really well done. Can I year. just ask why? Why you would do that? Um... Well, while you think of your reason, our hometown of 600 people mm-hmm. has like a, a lot of people call it like their homecoming. We call ours a fall festival. Mm-hmm. And there's, I don't know, I haven't been in like 15 so I didn't years. Go so I don't to even, the, yeah, I didn't know go if to there's the anything that game. goes on. So it used to be like just bad, like right? Where like, Main yeah, there's just they would have like a parade, like a couple deals on the parade. When I was a kid, they would have like booths set up and you would, there would be like carnival games mm-hmm. That's and back. stuff like that. Yeah, and then it, like even that went away, where it was literally like 
hey, there's just a bunch of people standing up on Ain Street. Yep. Uh, this year was the Carnival Games, all these booths. There's like a, oh, a, there's a little coffee shop in Liberal. They have crafts and stuff that they sell. It's like I bought my mom a sign for her door. I bought my grandma you a sign You went for to her the all-school reunion, didn't you? I did, and I forgot that was that <laughs> weekend, yeah. But there was like a cornhole tournament that our buddy, like Shorty, puts on. So I participated in that, and then it was just kind of like seeing people and catching up. And did, you saying, the, Hi. did you win the boards? Uh, no, we lost our first game. And then the second game, we just skunked him 21-0 in the loser's uh, bracket. And then our next game, we choked about halfway through. My partner missed six straight back throws. Tell the truth, I don't know how to keep score in cornhole. It can be confusing, but mm-hmm. like when uh, you're points cancel like, each other out. So you have to have right. more. So mm-hmm. that's the part where it can get kind of confusing. But If it's just like, hey, if you get it in the hole, it's three. On the board, is two. or so, Whatever. And on the board's one, and the hole is three. Yeah. If it were just like that, I could keep up. Oh, yeah, the games would go But it's so all like, faster. no, we got one in the hole, you got one in the hole, plus I got one on the board, blah, blah, blah. And then yep. they like do this fast math, and they're like, one nothing. I'm like, what? How? <laughs> How is it one to nothing yeah. when we all did so good? <laughs> yes, that is the part that does stink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I tell the truth. I can't, I can't, and I'm good at math even, uh-huh. but I can't do it. It, it was – I just let someone else keep the score. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm just going to put the bags in the hole. You keep track of the score. Oh, you could take advantage of me. You could pull shark me on cornhole easily because you could just tell me the score and I'd be like, yeah, 3-2 sounds good. For sure, for sure. That's what, <laughs> that's what we're rolling with. That's what you I got. I the same count. Yeah, same I got count. that too. I got three. <laughs> was it 3-2? Yeah. Let me add it up. Yeah, I got 3-2. It's 3-2. to two. Yeah, let's do that. Anyway, we're done for today. Appreciate you guys joining us. We'll talk to you again on Thursday.